Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pod Gods, episode one eight. Blink 182. Two. Oh, no. I was almost, I was going to get there. How dare you? Jeez. Uh, yes, yeah, so December 1st, 2015. Uh, I, I, and I want a girlfriend like Josie from that song, even though my aunt's named Josie and she's a total cunt. Uh, if I just forget that factor, it's like, oh, she she brings me Mexican food from Sombrero, which I've been to. And I love Dunes now betrayed them and says he likes other local places better. They're classier. But uh, they make my exact pocket type of Mexican food. Not too shitty, not Taco Bell, not too authentic where everything has meat in it. So it's What just... I really liked were uh, Sombrero pizzas they used to sell at Costco that were a cornmeal crust oh. with, for some reason... Uh, cheddar cheese because that made it authentic Mexican, and uh, like salsa type ingredients on top of it. Interesting. Called never, sombreros. Never seen by Sebastos. I realized no. I've, ne- I've never had a girlfriend who bought, brought me food ever. I, like, I enjoy food quite a bit. I bring those cunts food. Nobody's ever nobody's ever thought to me. I don't even like I've had a friend think of me except maybe Dune taking me somewhere. But nobody's ever been like, here, I just brought you a burrito. Okay. F- fuck you, I don't know. people. People are mean, man. Give me some burritos. Uh, how was your Thanksgiving that you don't celebrate? I had my Thanksgiving a couple months ago. I know. It's a very nice turkey. Canadian one. How did you, you do for American Thanksgiving? Did you spit on us? Nothing. I complained about there being no fucking podcasts and nothing on TV. Yeah, yeah. Because there were no fucking podcasts and nothing on TV. I don't have television, so I don't know. I almost watched all of Jessica Jones, which I'm trying to save. I watched it all. Overall, meh. It's... Uh... It's good. It's really good. But there's a couple things that I don't like about it that feel like they're kind of forced. But uh, overall, I, I'd say I like it a lot better than Daredevil. Everybody okay. loved everybody loved Daredevil. I, and all these Netflix shows, I'm like, oh, shit, man. 13 episodes, a Marvel character. Oh, fuck, dude. I'm going to binge watch this. I'm going to sit here. And I'm never going to leave. I'm going to watch all the episodes. And then me, like, two and a half episodes. <laughs> Netflix turns itself off and it's like, where the fuck was I? And then I have to go back and find where I was and it's like, hell oh, yeah, this happened. All right, I'm watching this part again. Okay, okay. Smash the guy's head in the door. All right. So, because of the lack of podcasts, I must have listened to 20 back hours of Eureka Podcast. I thought you were all through. Oh, I've gone through and I've looped back to the episode. Unfortunately, the episode, their, their two and a half hour episode 100. And then I think I'm the guest on the next one, which is a shitty episode because who would want to ever listen oh, to me? Shut up, girl. Uh, yeah, this, this definitely is your podcord. Weird. Which went long. And then because I made them go long on that one. Sadly, podcord didn't go long and that show's dead and I had to delete the feed and now I just get sad when I think about Amelia or Caesar. Yes, and I think of them as the tough boys. Yeah, you did say they resemble. They don't listen to Guyvecast, so they'll never hear those references. And the people who do listen to Guyvecast have no idea who Emilio Caesar are, so they'll never get that reference either. And everything's lost on everyone. And let me just eat a bullet. I think that was even before we were officially recording. Oh, so that no one's going to hear that. But uh, yes. So let's just eat bullets anyway. Uh, Miss Movies has a new podcast. Uh, I've, I've been meaning to talk about it for like five weeks, but it's most things I always do. God, is it with one of the Mormons? No, it's, you mean the? Uh, no, it's not any one of those shows. With Christian Harloff for uh, Schmoes No. Yeah, the, the the Mormons. It's six degrees of feature film. My only problem is she put the title in lowercase. So it look it just like it, it seems like why would I listen to this? It doesn't it's not it doesn't it doesn't feel like whimsical like a children child wrote it. It just looks lazy. So if if she could replace that in the actual feed, I think that's the only thing she needs to do. The artwork is pretty neat. Um the show itself, uh, there's one that has a little bit of issues so far, one episode, but 
I don't know. I like it better than her old uh, podcast. I, th- I think she's doing something cool. I, mi- I miss hearing her talk about movies. And which network is she on? None that I know of. I think she's being independent. Well, that can't happen. It has to be on a network. If this was Afterpod, I'd play some uh, Destiny's Child. Why? Uh, independent women. Throw your hands. Oh, okay. yeah, and every time he sings all the time on that show, it drives me nuts. But I'm still listening. Are you listening to Afterpod or did you stop? Oh, I stopped because I'm not going to listen to Corolla. Well, they, they, so. like, they, they had a bunch who weren't Corolla now. They're doing a bunch of their shows, but they had like five in a row that were just Paul without Neil. And I even like that guy, but there's a, like, a couple where he's like misunderstanding things. Like, I think I talked about this where he said, like, it's like, I don't understand how you could, you can't really be a lesbian and then go back to being with a man. And it's like, well, she lived with a lady for five years and they were married. I'm pretty sure she was a lesbian. I don't know if that's something you have to debate. Uh, but there was a couple other outrageous comments like that. I was like, oh, at least, at least my uh, solo podcasting is not this. <laughs> But I'm, I'm still listening. I enjoy the afterpod. And, and Neil's back, and I listened to the most recent one where they talked about the Paul Mercurio, Adam Carolla show. And then the two episodes before that were about other shows I, I don't listen to. I've been going through all kinds of shit with my painful knee and, like, kind of external traction carrying around this bionic thing that's attached to it that heats it and cools it and stretches it and does God knows what to it. It's called a vibrate relax, dude. I've been in hyperbaric chambers for eight hours, supposedly while I slept, which is rather painful because I'm only sleeping for four of those hours and can't have any, they can't even pipe in It's really hard to jack off while they're watching you. Well, it's rather small as well. Uh, I'm sweating in my hyperbaric chamber and I can't catch my breath. And since my wife is currently re-specializing in sports medicine... I've been having people who work on NHL players doing all kinds of weird experimental shit to my knee. The jizz goes up into your nose. Uh, yeah, uh, stem cells. We talked about this off air. Daniel Cormier, uh, the light heavyweight champion, was get surgery. Joe Rogan just went to him, did the whole, do your stem cells, blah, blah, blah. He finally went and did it. He's like, okay, this will be a placeholder. And now he's like, oh, I don't need surgery now. I've also had microsurgeries done as well. So Rogan has too. Rogan's had multiples. So he's like, like full on uh, ACL replacements. He's had like a uh, cadaver tissue put in. So these people, these people have like multiple surgeries, dude. So I'm telling you with multiples, you can put that shit in there and then your knee will go, what's this extra shit? Okay. Let's just grow around it. All right. Back to as best as can be. So I don't know what the fuck I'm on. I might be radioactive for all I know. Well, it should be on some dead baby parts. What would you call them? Uh, blender Blender babies? baby. <laughs> God damn it, man. Fuck, that's fucked up. Yeah, that was a big, that's a big plot point of Jessica Jones. Okay. Uh, so I don't have any ads, drops, or updates because there were no new podcasts to add. There was no, new, no podcast releasing to drop and nothing really updated because it was fucking Thanksgiving. Yeah, I had U.S. To, Thanksgiving. I had to reinstall the operating system on my phone 15, 20 times, maybe 30. I, I, I got insane. I had to do factory wipes. Essentially what happened is I bought my phone from Google Play Edition, a pure unlock phone. I unlocked the bootloader so I could do whatever I want with it. And then somehow along the way I didn't get some update by switching to Project Fi, even though they don't know this happens. So they're not aware that if you have an unlocked phone and you come to their service, even though you fully get on Project Fi, your build doesn't switch over to their Project Fi specific build of Android. So I was still on the T-Mobile build. So instead of getting the T-Mobile update, I'm getting the Project Fi update really, really late, but it's not installing because what I'm on is not matching. And I'm trying to tell them this, and they don't understand. They say, well, it's not possible. You can't be on that build and be using our service. But I've been charged six months in a row, and I've been using your service. So you clearly know what you're talking about. And uh, so I I figured out, okay, what I need to do is I need to get on 5.11, but the Project Fi version. So I found the image of it. 
Then I flashed the image myself. Then I installed 6.0 through flashing that into side load. Then once I had 6.0, then I did a factory wipe and it reset to Project Phi 6.0 via the OTA. And now I'm back on the OTA cycle and my bootloader is still unlocked and I'll get future OTA updates. I solved it all myself. It was two and a half months of me checking my phone 15 times a day for an update. Uh, them sending me the update about 30 times and then not going through. Five support calls, including their, their customer service telling me, you know, you should probably just drop the service and go with another company. Uh, maybe it's not for you. And also, uh, s- send your phone back to Google or go get a refurbished phone or go get a new phone. Well, I've got to say my giant iPhone 6S Plus whatever is very, very nice. Yeah, I know. I was telling them, like, dude, this is all I want is what an iPhone can give me is clean, universal OTA updates, even though I understand they're buggy with theirs. At least you fucking get them. And the people are like, well, you know, we can't respond to this. We can't push you direct. I'm like, well, you're going to have to. This is going to be an issue that affects our people that have unlocked bootloader who never got switched over to the 5 build who, can, who can't get up to 6.0 now. That's not acceptable. And their, their answer is basically, la, 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 la. And they go, we'll talk to our tech department. And they go, have you tried this very basic thing? Yes, of course, I've tried turning the phone on and off. Yes, of course, I've tried a factory data reset. Yes, of course. That's I've tried because when it's with Google, you're not the customer. You're the, you're, I know. You're the product. Well, it's just a joke. And then on the last customer service email, instead of being like, fuck you, I hate you or something, I was like, oh, no, I solved it myself. I understand you can't understand my replies. I've sent you four now because you keep replying to me saying I need your help. And they're based in the U.S., by the way. I said, I know you can't understand this. I solved it myself. Here's the step-by-step reason why the problem happened. Here's how it's going to happen for all the other customers that came over this way. Here's how you solve it. I know you can't have them sideload, so you're going to have to directly send them an OTA update, which you're allowed to do. You can push it. You have only 10,000 customers, or you did. Now it's 100,000. Uh, but they, they're still acting like they can't do it. So I said, okay, well, if you need any help in the future, you can ask me. Have a nice day. Yeah. I, I felt better about it. I wasn't even that passive-aggressive, but it was kind of like a, it was a nice up. I'm honest. You can ask me for help, and they can pay me and give me a job. But uh, instead of being really pissed about it. And then it's just I hate command lines. Command lines give me so much stress. Like it's me pulling out my hair, slapping myself in the face, like crying to myself, just making those like <laughs> – noises like like I, like my head's gonna explode just because i can't stand just how how much of a command line operation is dependent on your knowledge and know-how which i have none of and it's, it's always me just flying by the seat of my pants i know and all my command line goes back to apple pro dos like 6.2 yeah that's my apple 2e i have old windows 3.1 and that's it and then i have some linux stuff that's mixed in there then i have some weird html shit in there that's not even really no you mean line. dos not windows 3.1. yeah well, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry but the, the dos uh, you know the the, the dos uh, portal for command line in 3.1 yeah uh, so i have like that stuff. dos 5 or something before it was ms dos when it was just called dos still yeah, well, it would have been MS-DOS. It wasn't DOS. But they hadn't rebranded straight it. straight DOS until it was like 6 or 7. They hadn't rebranded it yet to the, to the like, MS-DOS, and like the logo changed in like Windows 95. Well, no, because there were different brands. Oh. There was there was Windows, there was um, PC-DOS, which was done by Microsoft. There was IBM had PC-DOS, then there was MS-DOS. There were a couple DOS. It, it gives me fucking PTSD. It's just so fucking stressful. And the whole reason I wanted this clean phone directly from Google is to get the peer updates from them sent to me through the air like magic and just, like, wake up in the morning, you know, like, love lift me up where I belong, looking at my phone, just happy, waiting for it to upload. And, every and single honestly, time, you should have updates turned, automatic updates turned off and not, not put them on well, until they've been proved to not be fuck-ups. I don't care about that. Caesar declared me a uh, technology 
technology hipster after listening to the last episode. But I think hipsters are more about going against whatever the common thing is, and oftentimes it's about retro. And I'm not that way at all. I, I, I find that I, would, I just want the most modern shit possible, and not because it's modern, because I want something new. And I want like As soon as they have chips that go in us, I don't give a fuck about the risk of hacking or whatever people say. I'm putting a chip in me, and then I'm going to use my own will to override that chip and then make the AI inside my body. And I just want the evil. version that works, which is usually not the most recent version. I don't. I want to get off this planet and be a robot man. So as soon as that happens, the better. So, do you have anything else you want to talk about, uh, non-pod related? I deleted some other feeds. Uh, I finally had a, a non uh, I didn't have any money, but I managed to get two pies before Thanksgiving. Stores all closed, uh, for, all the grocery stores closed for the day. So I got two pies, and then I managed to get, like, bread, and then I made that into breadcrumbs, and then I had just about all the ingredients to make, like, a stuffing, kind of. So I had, like, a shitty stuffing. And I had pies, and I if managed... only you had $5 to make some nice meaty lentils. Yeah, I wish I'd done that. Uh, but I made candy yams, which I know how to make. So I, I did that. So I had, I had like, two side dishes and a couple slices of pie. And then I, I gave the dog some uh, sweet potato pie, which he didn't like. And I gave him some pumpkin pie, which he thought was okay. Yeah, I really like a good pecan pie, which is really hard. Yeah, they're extremely hard to find. In Canada, you cannot really get them in the Northwest. Well, the, uh, no, you can't get them anywhere. Dude. When you go to the grocery stores, you don't stores, have enough black people or Southern people. When you go to the grocery stores, they give you that shitty syrup inside of the. Nuts. No, I mean like even at good bakeries, you can't. There's no such thing as a good sweet uh, pecan pie. Well, there is. There's a place I found that I've been wanting to order from for about I don't know 15 months. I have right here in my shopping thing on my bookmarks. I've never used it. It's underneath Grillo's Pickles. Let me see if I can find it. Just... I had a really good one a couple years ago from a bakery in Bellingham, but they since closed. I'm looking for it right now. This place, they cost like $40 or $30, their cheapest one. Porch Pies, P-U-R-C-H-P-I-E-S. Uh, Southern Delicacies. That they sounds sh- racist. <laughs> and there's no tea. They bake fresh order and hand deliver to your door. Uh, each pie is a taste of the deep south. It's made for our family's heirloom recipes. I love the word heirloom. Passed down from generations of grandmothers and great aunts. And they have certain ones they can't I need ship. to know. Are they white or are they not white? I can't tell. Uh, I'll, I'll try to look. Let me see if there's anything about them. Our story. Maybe it'll tell us. But there's certain ones they won't even ship to you because they, they'll be compromised. Uh, it's a white lady. She's pretty. I grew up in the deep south. It's a white lady. Church picnics. Uh, she went moved from New York to Robin Poarch. Ah, oh, her name is P O A R C H. There you go. They're just missing the A. Uh, they have a sweet potato pie for thirty bucks, a southern pecan for thirty five, and they will ship it. Uh, if I get this for you, uh, can it make it through the border? Probably not. Why not? Be. Will I smell it? Who, who's going to stop it? Like if I if I if I don't say it's a pie, I'm saying I'm going to get to me. I'm going to do like next day air, and then I'm going to ship it to you like two day air. So it'll be three. They keep like five. Yeah, but it's days. not going to be able to turn upside down and survive a four foot drop on its side. They do that. Well, generally packages get hammered. Well, I'll, I'll, put, I'll put right side up, and I'll, I'll like no, they, they don't. They don't. They, they don't accept that. Well, even if it gets smushy, who cares, man? Look at this thing. It's thirty five bucks. It looks delicious. I fucking want one. Well, you, then you can have one. It's not going to survive to ship to me, so don't even bother. Oh, I'm going I'm to send you one anyway. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. I'm going to make you eat a fresh baked pie for $30, and you're going to enjoy it, bitch. I'd rather large bottles of super hot gringo bandito. I didn't say or. I, in addition to. 
It's not going to survive the trip, Geo. Well, it's just you, not. You've now just challenged me on air, so I'm going to risk forty dollars plus whatever the shipping is just to prove a dumb point. And if you're right, we're just never going to bring it up again, except you're going to put in some sly comment, or I'm going to gloat and say, "Oh, I thought I wasn't going to make it, lax dude. Thought you were going to enjoy your pie." As I hear you eating pie in the background, so let's move past it. Uh, what else is going on podcast? Uh, nothing really that I can think of. There hasn't been a new a Fire Inside Out yet, uh, which funny is I gave them all the love lines, and then they asked, uh, I, didn't, I didn't ask at all. I, I kind of presumed it would happen, just because who else are you going to ask? And they asked me the guest on the episode. But uh, I, I wrote him back, and he goes, yeah, my, co- my co-host is being a little flaky now. And so I don't think, I think, I think now that I was going to be on the show, the show's dead. <laughs> Come on, Lax. That's great. And also, uh, congratulate me on some celebrating a Thanksgiving for once. Yeah, you managed to do that. Not eating a drugstore burrito, or gas station burrito. Yeah, uh, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of proud of it. Uh, 32 years old, talking to me. It wasn't a real one, but it was, you know, whatever. But some nice lentils would have gone down well. I finally deleted nice the uh, feed for Wham Bam Pow because it's never coming back. I deleted the feed for Douglas Movies again. I almost didn't notice because Chris Hardwick keeps doing this shit where he doesn't know how to talk to people. And he had Michael Shannon on, you know, for the fucking actor. He's like, yeah, you were in Groundhog Day. And he's like, yeah, I was. I was in Groundhog Day. Yeah, I was in the movie. And he's like, yeah. And he's like, it's talked about. It was really uncomfortable. And then, I just like him reading the letter from the, like, uh, sorority. Yeah, I love, I love that. Yeah. Cut punch. Or whatever I'm just or, or she said. It was, it was like, she had, like, a great line on that one. Yeah, yeah there's that. a cunt punch mentioned. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I love that, the Funny or Die video. He, he's a really interesting guy. He's not who you think he is at all. Uh, he, he uses a flip phone. Uh, interesting. And then uh, Dana Gould was on Allison Rosen. That's going to be my top five. That was fucking amazing. Uh, Paul McCurio came back on the Corolla show and talked about the exact same Paul McCartney interview he did in 2013 and talked about on the show back then, and he played the same voicemail message he played on the show when he did it. I got caught up on all the Jesse vs. Cancers. I was like six behind. They're all excellent. One of them makes my top five this week. Uh, classic love lines have been killing me. I had to take seven, I told you seven hours off last week to make the last three episodes, and now tomorrow on my day off, I have to do the next ten episodes. So the next five. But weeks they're not paying you. You said you had quit. Why are you doing it again? Uh, I don't really have a choice. All these people depend on it. Like, look at this today. Uh, fucking, this is a phone. Um, then they can Giorgio, pay you to do it. Where the hell is today's classic love line? And then I write back. Uh, it, Porsche de Rossi episode was the latest. It says it was released 11.29. Where's this week's Tuesday episode? <sighs> Reply from me. No, that's when the post was built. It was posted and made public 18 hours ago. Oh, gotcha. I still feel like we missed one last week or something. Reply from me. 571 and 572 last week. 573 so far this week. I take seven hours off of day job to make them last Monday so others had time off. And then I get a, hmm, yeah, but still. They don't pay you. You shouldn't be doing it. Yeah, ask everybody else on the internet. It doesn't need me, man. I can't call it my show, man. It's not your show. You didn't save it from anything. If you didn't do it, somebody else would have done it. Because we have all this evidence of that happening. Yeah, I don't know anymore. Uh, but I, I got it. I think I got to do it. I wrote to Anderson asking if it's okay if I send them tomorrow, and he doesn't write me back. So now I'm stressing the fuck out because like, oh shit. And I'm doing the Corolla Show blogs, and I'm just finishing up. I have to do the uh, spell check now on the Marilyn Raskov episode. So I'm completely caught up again on that. I've been managing. And for any twop people, that would be Potato Face. Yep. Uh, they talk about it in the first five minutes of the show. Adam says, I didn't want to say anything about it. And he goes, she always looks like she's thinking a deep thought. And then later on, Brian goes, uh, making a face like Mary Lynn Raskup. <laughs> and then Adam goes, yeah, I didn't want to say that either. Uh, was, they don't actually bring up the tomato, or potato not face. Not potato thing, face, but they, they talk about her weird look of her face, and then she kind of gets weird at the beginning. And then it comes up again, Brian references it. And then she brings in a drawing her son did of Adam Carollo for some reason. 
And she absolutely hates it and hates all the people related to television without pity because of it. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a shitty thing to do. You know, it's a, it's a looks-focused business. She gets to be on a major network TV show. She is very pretty, but she has a very character, you know, distinctive look to her that's, you know, that looks a little, I don't know, it's a little, it's a little something. And for people, you know, I bet she got made fun of it a lot when she was younger, her, like her cheeks outline stuff. So I, I can kind of see how somebody would be like, hey, man, I got on this big show, and you're just telling me how ugly I am every week. Pretty much. And, like, she's the main woman on that show. You know, like, the wife died the first season or became, like, an assassin. And the daughter was in and out, you know, Cutbert. Well, she did get eat- menaced by a cougar. Yeah, she got menaced by a cougar season two. I know that because I watched a stupid show partially. I tried to. I think that's when I jumped out of that, 24. That's when I tried to jump into it. Ridiculous. I heard about season one. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get on the season two from the ground floor. All right, good. All right, all right. And I get there, and it's like, oh, she's menaced by a cougar in the woods. Okay. And that was right in the era when I didn't have cable TV anymore because uh, my job's outsourced. So I was watching via antenna. But this is like 2005-ish, 2006 maybe. It was right around there. So listening off of KCPQ. Yeah, it was KCPQ, and it was horribly staticky. And it was me trying to use an old car antenna to make a TV antenna, me buying TV antennas, me improvising. It was a, a sad, sad sight. So I only have contenders for my top five then. Did I tell you they're tearing down Park Place? Yes. <laughs> and Obi-Wan go, won't go back with me. He won't even talk to me. I haven't even heard from him. I'm assuming I said I would fuck his mom or that I fuck kids or that I stab kids or that I killed a god. I don't know what I said in my sleep to freak him out or why he doesn't want to hang out with me anymore. But I don't know if he's my friend anymore. It feels like he hates me. So my contenders are Dana Gulauer, Lando Freaks. Well, I didn't hate it, but I didn't really like it. Agreed. It, uh, it was it was him talking to somebody of his, supposed to be like a political expert. Started off on a weird note of him going, "Y'all yeah, dumb it down for you, plebeians." And then uh, the guest I wasn't a fan of, uh, the cunt that hosts the podcast with another cunt about the Simpsons. And oh, so it was the Simpsons one. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, no, Dana had just been a guest on. He yeah. mentioned that somewhere else. He mentioned on that episode. He said he said that I was in the intro. He goes, "I was just on their Simpsons podcast. She loses her voice. It's very interesting." Blah 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 blah. And then the talk show with John Gruber, number 137, Peak Rumor Season with John Moltz, where they talk about the th- rumor of, the, of Apple taking the uh, 3.5 mil headphone jack off the phones. What are they going to replace it with? Just Bluetooth? Use their lightning port for audio. So you could either charge or listen to audio or charge and listen to Bluetooth audio. Oh, my God. So they're basically going to get proprietary headphones and try to, like, really up this thing of, like, okay, now you have to have our own headphones that come with this. Which seems like I might never buy an iPhone again if they do that. Of course they're going to do it. And, of course, you're going to cave and be like, you know what? I was totally against it, but they explained it to me. It makes perfect sense. Then you buy it. You're like, this piece of shit doesn't even work. Not unless they have the good headphones that I like, which are very specific and odd, that cost $30. All right. Which they're not going to have. uh, Anything else you liked? No, that was it. Anything you hated? No. I hated probably Science 189. Well, me on a Eureka podcast, because why would anyone want to listen to oh, me? Shut up, fucking dramatic girl. Uh, probably Science 189, Yan Zhu. Uh, she's like, a, like a, I'm assuming Asian woman, and she talks like think? Talk like that. Uh, it's not vulgar fry. It's more like I can't even mustard anything. things. 
and they're talking to her about security and Internet age. And every time they ask her a question, she goes, well, that's actually two questions. <laughs> I think it's – like it's just, it's just – everything is a correction. It's just – just she's the walking embodiment of everything I hate about human beings, and the episode was awful. I woke up while listening to it. I'm like, you know what? Maybe I gave it an unfair shake. I'll start at the beginning. I was like, oh, shut up, you stupid cunt! Just shut your dumb cunt mouth. This is a terrible episode. And I hate well, it. in five months, when I maybe have listened to it, I'll bring it up again. Yep, and of course the dog's now awake. He's such a piece of shit. He has great timing. Uh, there's some episodes I liked. I uh, I liked. Uh, I did not like the Paul Macario ACS. Brian coming back from vacation after whatever happened on the film vault. Uh, did we talk about this? Uh, I don't know. On the film vault, I think I took pictures. I was supposed to be in my top five, so I'll just mention it in case I didn't mention it last week. Uh, so on the film vault, Anderson called Brian out on having the new Baldywood show on Corolla. And they sat there with Rich DeMiro, the tech expert who always comes on every year. And Anderson kind of almost almost cried, like his voice got in that tone, like he was just so angry and upset with Brian about the film vault and what he's doing, launching his own solo show on Cruella Digital, and he's competing. And then he accused Brian of being a sociopath, and then Brian started getting upset. Uh, really good episode. You should check it out. And then the after disaster that went along with that was also really good. Yeah, I don't think I could listen to anything with Anderson. All right. Or Brian. Michael Shannon, Nerdist, he was interesting. Chris Hardwick kept doing that I don't know how to interview people thing. And then Matt Myra called him out on the fact that he's going to be marrying a billionaire. And uh, it was uh, really weird. So what billionaire is he marrying now? One of the hearse. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't think they're necessarily that rich. Yeah, apparently they think, Unless it's one of the ones. Well, there's the hearse. They get, they're salaried for working for the Hearst Trust if they do that. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Jay Moore was on Greg Fitzsimmons' podcast. And I realized something about Greg Fitzsimmons. He doesn't listen to his guests. There's the last five episodes. He does this thing with a guest saying something. He's like, no, that's not what I'm, that's not what I'm saying. And then they spell, it, they spell it out to him. He goes, oh, 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 oh. Everybody's like, Greg Fitzsimmons is so great at interviews. It's like, are you sure? Or is he just waiting? Is he waiting? No, he he's just creepily sitting there thinking about some woman's feet. I, I think he's waiting for his chance to talk and reply, and he's not actually thinking about what the person says. Like, he'll say stuff sometimes. It's like, and their feet. I'm like, I'm like, oh, you heard what you wanted to hear to say that punchline, but that's not what you heard. That's not what he said. So you made up. It's like, it's so infuriating. And he gets this like credit for being so great at it. I don't know if he's just been like taking a new antidepressant or if he's been really busy or if there's something going on in his life, but the last five episodes have just been stinkers. Maybe they just have very sexy feet. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think so. Uh, and then uh, The Fighter and the Kid, episode 102, was pretty decent. No Evan the Beard, who I don't like. Their producer seems like a fucking douche, and I'm sorry to dislike him even more. Carano's been at the normal Carano shit, and Back to Work, a John Nash moment was pretty good. I have not been listening to Back to Work in forever, so... I also like the fight companion they just did for Rogan with uh, Eddie Bravo and Brendan Schaub, although they were really tired. It was too early in the morning, and Eddie Bravo was whacked out on Ambien. He, he took too many and couldn't fall back asleep. Uh, I guess that's about it. Top fives? Okay, so I've got my top five. Number five, The Incomparable 274, Rudolph's Hideous Mutation, where they talk about, uh, obviously, uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, uh, the Grinch Stole Christmas, I think, the original short, and one other Christmas one. And they just kind of ripped them apart deservedly for how horrible they kind of are. I skipped that. I wanted to actually listen to it because of the Peanuts Christmas thing. I thought I'd like that. But I was like, you know what? I have 100 podcasts still on my phone. I got to get through them. I dropped down to under 90, and now I'm back up around 110 backlogged. Well, this was a very good one. I'll re-download it then. Uh, you're number five. 
Smodcast 342, Elder Dick, where they talk about old man penises, and then they do some uh, scan BC, and they talk about these addresses that you probably know very well, like Hamilton and uh, Burnaby and Vancouver and uh, these like, local fire departments and municipalities and stuff. It was really interesting. Yeah, things that I often retweet when I see them and they're actually funny yeah, or make fun of Surrey. And they just recreate it. And like th- these ones were like uh, a guy refuses to leave a store until the waitress will go out with him. <laughs> and then another like a guy spotted masturbating walking down the street and taking selfies. And there was a bunch. Yeah, like, there have been a bunch of naked people yeah, in the stores recently. That's what, that's what they were getting into. It was really good. Uh, that was fun. And then it uh, defocused the last four episodes all about uh, Star Wars, Empire, Return of the Jedi, and Phantom Menace. Probably four of the best episodes they've ever done. Yep. Uh, so my number four, TV Guidance Counselor 116, Emily Heller. I'm still backlogged uh, on TV Guidance Counselor. I went and listened to I got I got a sneak peek of his album. I got to hear it uh, early. He may give you one, too, if you want to hear it. It's uh, it's it's solid. It's interesting. The audience is not as good as his material. And he, like, I even told him about that. He's like, oh, yeah, I know. And it, he recorded a while ago. And it's uh, I couldn't even tell. I thought, I thought it was new material, but I guess it's probably older stuff. But and Not an album. It's an EP. So I'm guessing it's about a half hour. It felt a little bit longer than that. But he, maybe he's just doing an EP because he's trying to burn it off or something. But uh, he's having trouble with TuneCore. They're saying there's some sort of issue with streaming or something. And they're trying to block it from uploading through TuneCore. So I was trying to tell him how to do it without using TuneCore. Okay, I didn't know he was releasing it through iTunes. Yeah, he was trying to release it everywhere. Uh, apparently, it, uh, it previously had some sort of deal with Sirius. Okay. So it may have been aired on Sirius before or something. Okay, uh, so you're number four. Uh, Allison Rosen's your new best friend, Dana Gould. Yeah, I don't know if I can suffer through Allison Rosen and her ridiculous songs. There's no songs in this one. I, I don't even know if they do the games at the end, just me or everyone. They might is there check. an intro song? No, it's... it's the stupid Allison Rosen is your new best yes, friend Yes, of song? course, that plays. But they, they, it's one of these episodes where I, don't, I don't, barely any ads, and she just does a quick little intro. She talks about... She doesn't feel like Dana's ever talked about the stuff anywhere. But what if I want to hear her take on the Casper mattress? <laughs> hey, I, I got my Casper through her link. And is she doing a socks a sock subscription I don't, for Christmas? I don't know if she's done the sock one. Yet. I don't think I've heard it. She's done like special the meditative meditative candles. No, nah, she's done the sheets that everybody's doing. Bowling Branch, uh, the fire and the kids doing that now too. So it's not just her. But yeah, it's, it's the most in depth Dana Gould interview of all time. He talks about the two most memorable moments, like waiting for their baby in China with his wife, and then like uh, and the dissolution of his marriage and how he could have stopped that in two thousand two. Had he gone all the way back then and changed his behavior, it's uh, it's really deep. He still goes, well, I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into that. But there's a few places where he does that where you can just assume what the answer is. And she even, like, lets him off the hook because he's about to answer. And she's like, you don't have to be specific. He's like, well, I'm not going to be. And it's like, all right, you're a little full of yourself. He talks about his throat surgeries, which he's never really talked about, and having to carry a notepad around and, like, tell people – and, like, how people would treat him like he was deaf even though he just couldn't talk. No, they treat him like he's retarded. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, no, he talked about the throat surgeries on his episode. That's right. And on this episode, it's all about the marriage. So he talks about uh, – uh, all that stuff. It's, it's interesting. The daughters and getting the daughter and who she is now versus who she was when the first one. And then uh, they, how they wanted to get kids from every, like, war-torn region, but they decided just to stick with the Chinese daughters. And it, uh, I really enjoyed it. Well, because you got to go for a three of a kind. Uh, there was you, a little, can't go for, you, you can't go for the snap. There's a little bit about them having, like, a similar backstory and stuff. And he, he talks about the dissolution of his most recent relationship with all, a fellow divorcee. And he thought he was going to have a family with her and have kids, but he doesn't. And had he not already had kids, it would be completely... Jesus, why the fuck is he talking about having kids again? Well, I think He's too old for that shit. I think biological. He's too old for that shit. Uh, man, you know, these old guys and their podcast talks. What, what's your number three? 
uh, Eureka Podcast, uh, Better Late Than Never. They apparently ran into some audio problems. so that Craig's the... girlfriend's pregnant. <laughs> no, so it wasn't. I'm just trying to make an inside joke. I know names. It wasn't necessarily the best sounding one, but this was just before Thanksgiving. Oh, you talk about best sounding on the Paul McCurry episode. It's his shitty phoner. Like, he doesn't even have my technology for a phoner with Paul McCartney that they played live on stage in New York in 2013. And they played again two years later. He's got a new podcast that's coming over to Corolla Digital. It's called Adam Corolla Presents Two Microphones and a Guest. Or two chairs, two chairs and a microphone with Paul Mercurio. That's the title. Adam Carolla presents two chairs and a microphone with Paul Mercurio, and it's going to be like take an A subscription only. And now his podcast has been removed from the podcast one page. There is no more Paul Mercurio show, and I think he's going to be putting out new content. I hope. I, I don't really know. I don't think I'm going to be subscribing yet, but uh, I'm maybe. I don't even know who the fuck he is. He's that guy that wrote on the Daily Show. He used to be a lawyer. He's been on the Doctor Drew show like five times. Uh, he, uh, this guy had, yeah, I think I bowed out before he was ever around. Chin cleft. I have no idea. Young Gilbert Gottfried. So you're number three. Jesse vs. Cancer 22. After getting caught up on episodes 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, and 21, uh, I said I put 22 in. They, they all had some funny moments, but 22, he tells the story of his first experience at a strip club at his 18th birthday. Where this, He's talked about this before, but not quite this in-depth. The stripper pulls off his shirt, and then the DJ says that he's got bigger titties than the girls. Then she pulls down his pants in front of everybody, and then they say how small his dick is. And he's like, he's almost crying. It's the most horrific experience of his life. And he's like, oh, well, now I will never go to a doctor's office because of this podcast, and I will never, ever go into a strip club. And it sounds horrific. Uh, it was a really horrific story. Okay, you should still go to a doctor, and you should definitely go to a dentist. He's saying about strip clubs, so now I don't trust you. I've not exactly. My wife hey, has been to more strip clubs than I've been to. Yeah, my topless dentistry. Ah, uh, doesn't really work. Most of them you don't want to see topless. Yeah, I'm or the one and the one you want to see topless, you don't want them poking sharp things in your mouth. <laughs> oh, that's that's. I feel like this is oddly sexist and or racist. Let's move on to your number two. Uh, Roderick on the line, number one eighty one. Salting it up, uh, salting up. Uh, so it's revealed that John is being medicated now, so he's not quite as bipolar swingy, and he's kind of been in a good mood, which is why he bought his RV. Uh, apparently then realizing, hey, I haven't made any money in five years and ran for political office, so his accountants told him, you don't have any fucking money. What are you doing? Yeah, that's so always that's wondering. I hear the show. So how does he have any money? So that's why he's in Los Angeles working. Oh. And his plan was to live in the motorhome and just roll up in front of a coffee place and leech off their Wi-Fi. With his to, daughter? Or is his daughter live with the wife? To, they're separated? I don't think so. To, no, he was, he's no one he's ever had long-term relations with. I don't think he lives with his, the woman. Oh, so it's just put a kid in her. But he was going to like park outside the Starbucks and leech their Wi-Fi to record his podcast? Uh... So luckily, it's from the American Concrete Building, the ninth floor where Maximum Fun Studios are. Oh, great. Yes, and he threatened to take a bath in their office uh, bathroom. I'm for that. Anything to disrupt Which has them. a shower and a bathtub. Somebody was talking shit about those podcasts recently. They were talking about like things that podcast hosts do that are super annoying. And they were basically just describing Jordan Jesse. Uh, like, 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 uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, 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 uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, like that kind of stuff. They're basically describing how Jordan and Jesse communicate in their podcast. And I was like, oh, shit, this is a Jordan Jesse burn. 
No, it could be worse. It could be one of the, oh, I want to call them the Macklemore brothers, but who are the brothers that are on every other podcast on Maximum Fun? The, the, I think they are the, the McElroys. McElroys. Yeah. And they just seem horrible. Well, I'm just a McElroy. This is my wife. And we talk about old-timey medical problems. Woo-hee, woo-hee. And there seem to be 800 of them, and nine of them seem to be doctors. <laughs> uh, we're, we're a doctor in the South. Uh, we can get the mud out of your wound. Yes, so it was a very good episode. Ed talks about replacing his water pump in someone's driveway in Washington when it was very cold. Uh, that's, uh, that sounds not that impressive. I don't know. Uh, my number two is Adam and Drew show 292, But I'm a Dude, uh, which I guess the inflection really would be but, comma, I'm a dude, uh, which is Adam talking about uh, something in the episode. It's an 80-minute episode. It's one of the best Adam and Drews they've ever done. It's off the charts hilarious. Uh, Drew's on fire. They're talking about uh, the PC stuff on college campuses and how 60% of kids would rather have uh, the government censor free speech than have anything hurtful be said. And Drew's freaking out. Well, that's because they're all pussy children. Yeah, and Drew's freaking out. And Adam's like, tell him, don't worry. Everything will write itself. Uh, it's, we have gravity. That's the universal law that balances everything out. And it all seems to always iron itself out. And it all, it'll sway the other way, he said soon. But it was just a really interesting conversation. Really, truly one of the best episodes I've ever done. Uh, not all anger, not all the stuff people expect of the show and people kind of like to stereotype it as. Okay, uh, my number one then, Defocus number 73, Quantify His Forciness, which is where they talk about Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. Very long, what, two and a half hours? Amazing. And I really, really liked it. I've, I think those prequels, I've watched Phantom Menace twice. Yeah, I've seen it, I've seen only. it probably five or six times. So once in the theater and once on DVD while listening to a Film Pigs uh, audio commentary. Their first one, in fact. Uh, I saw it in '99 with Jeremiah, the Chevron employee. He's like this 350-pound guy that always had the cool music. He introduced me to Gits, to MXPX. Always hung out with me when I was like 15. He was like 23. Never tried to touch my dick or do anything creepy. He was just like a totally normal dude who was probably lonely and sad. And I was also lonely and sad. And he became like my older buddy. And then him and his roommate, Bo, who was like this cooler hip guy, uh, we all went to the Phantom Menace in 99. I had just seen the prequels, uh, or the the originals, uh, re-released, re-released in 97 with my stupid friends who were big Star Wars nerds. I was I was always biased against it, but I played Shadows of the Empire, and I was like, ah, I guess this world's cool enough. And then I went and saw that, and I remember I made them laugh like crazy. We were in a Taco Bell drive through on the way home, and I was like, what was up with that one guy that had like six feet of neck? And then they just went crazy laughing because like the 15-year-old said something funny about that weird guy in the Jedi Council room that had like six feet of neck. Yeah, it was more the racism that got me. Yeah, the, the opening, uh, Chinese alien, uh, Japanese, we're very Asian, we're indistinguishable. It's like, whoa, dude, you're making the toad monsters Asian dudes? Are are you sure about that? Like, that seems yeah. a little fucking weird. And then, like, every every alien race had, like, a, a, a nationality associated with it as opposed to just being kind of unique. It's like, I don't feel like Chewbacca was like, oh, he's a brother. Like, you know, I, feel like, I feel like they had it in the first series. What did you send me a picture of? I can't see it. Oh, it's MacGyver's creepy face. <laughs> that pedophile face. Yes. Yeah. Listen to Pod. Go listen to MacGyver cast, everyone. Well, nobody wants to. That's what I was going to ask you. Should, should I put a MacGyver cast in the Geo feed? Would that be so bad? Uh, you think you're going to lose more listeners? I've already lost. I don't know. We're down to 10%, dude. We were at 6,800. I have 570 subscribers left. So it's not going to completely. I don't know. It's been so long, you can at least put something on it. Yeah. Yes. And pedophile MacGyver. So you're number one. 
Oh, geez, I, I don't know what to do now. I'm really confused. I'm scared it's going to take my show away from me. Because people are reporting my show is not active, and they're trying to move it from the iTunes store, everybody. So that's what's going on. Because that, that, but that if just it, happens. But if it's removed, then all the bad uh, reviews disappear. Yeah. <laughs> start there, new, there's like three bad reviews, new. and there's like 99% positive five-star oh, reviews. Oh, I thought you had a bunch of people doing bad reviews. Not that many. It's, it's a really small amount. Same with Classic Love Line. It, it's, it's so overwhelmingly positive, it still says five stars on iTunes. You just can't overwhelm it. It's like there's literally 450 written Classic Love Line reviews that mentioned me and then the geo podcast ones are people like oh it's so beautiful blah 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 and then there's like there's probably like 10 written ones that are shit but it's still okay uh, my number one is acs 1713 marilyn ricecub making her second appearance after a five-year gap uh, joe coy is also on this episode during the second half just a really oh fun boy it's a nice th- racist humor with joe coy God, dare you. it's a really fun episode brian on the paul mccurio episode i don't know what he was doing if he was like really bumped by what anderson did or if he was like drunk from the holiday or if he was just like kind of overwhelmed or out of cold but he, every time i would talk he was like hi hi but he was doing like uh-huh 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 and make like noises and like and, like he'd be like to chime in and it's like this is not a fucking morning show man what the fuck it's like morning zoo type shit or it's like dude you're not you're a well adam member. said that's what he wants not not this. I, I the, well, he wasn't doing it on the Maryland Rice Cup episode. It was and he stopped doing it about halfway into that other episode. Maybe Adam said, "Hey, chill out a little bit." I hope. Yeah. So, anything else you've thought of? Uh, I think well, that Paul Mercurio left podcast one. There's something they've mentioned on Back to Work that's some sort of like uh, visualization of all the podcasts and networks in like one picture. Like, show. yeah, someone's. It's, it's all the interconnections and. They wanted to get like the all the tech podcasts together. So like the relay.fm ones, the Twit one. I don't know if they did Twit. But um the so the Dan Benjamin ones, the oh god, what's the relay.fm ones and kind of connecting them through the nexus of like Merlin Mann connects you through a lot. But um, yeah, I haven't cared enough to find it, but apparently it exists somewhere. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put my Givecast and this pod gods in the geo feed and be like, hey, I'm doing these other shows. If you keep, because people keep messaging me, We're, I want to hear you talk more. And it's like, all right, I'm doing these two other shows that I, all I do is talk about podcasts and a fucking dumb TV show. And if you don't care about the Corolla part, that's where you can hear that. And then Geo Podcast is coming back, uh, but it's going to be far more focused on Corolla. And uh, I think people who like Adam Corolla will enjoy it. And it, uh, it's being, it'll probably be what it should have always been, even though the Geo podcast, as it was, was like a, a milestone for me personally, just in my personal development as a human being and a bunch of other things. Okay, so don't forget that we are a listener-supported show. You can reach us at PodGods, podgods at com, and on Facebook. And that's PodGods with a Z. You can also help fund the show or Geo in general at patreon.com slash Giovanni. And don't forget to hit up those Amazon affiliate links. It's time to put the Crown Royal sack back on the microphone. And with those Amazon links, somehow it got changed to just my uh, Geo, get it on, wherever the code is that comes after it, and it wasn't working. So if you bookmark the Amazon link, chances are I may not have gotten anything you did. Uh, one of the listeners has spent like 4800 bucks, and we were supposed to get like a 480 cut of that or something close, and none of it registered. So for Black Friday and the day before, I ended up getting, I think, a total of $15. But the links have now been fixed on the website. There's a link up top, and there's an iframe on the sidebar. If you don't have ad blocker, you can see that. Either way, you'll see the link if you have ad blocker or not. Uh, click on it, bookmark it now. And now all the Amazon money will actually contribute to the shows and what we do. And my dog can get food so he doesn't bark at me through the door and try to kill me and eat my pillow and make my life sad. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Yeah, God.